you're way fucking stressed out and drinking, let me hear you say, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Thank I'm you. not drinking. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I can't you're afford something, something to drink. I'm trying to get stoned. Give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> if you're ready to record a podcast, let me hear you fucking say, hey, welcome to Game Quest. I'm, I'm done with a bit. Welcome, Welcome to Game, Game Quest. Quest. Welcome to Game Quest. It's a it's a podcast that we're gonna do. Um, it gonna, is. Uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about some movies, some games. Do we have any sport talk today? Because every now and then, are we? It's really well, it's tough to say that we're just a nerd culture that, <laughs> that you tuned yourself into just two minutes ago. The Philadelphia Flyers mascot. Oh, that was the Flyers. Oh, man. My neighbor's so, a Flyers right? fan. I cannot wait. You say gritty, right? Yeah. I'm like 80% sure that's the Flyers mascot. That's that thing with the, the soulless, unblinking <laughs> eyes. Revolutionary <laughs> War Soldier, so I can't really speak about it. I love this title. First of all, I love the picture. So the picture is of what appears to be a Secret Service agent. A fan, his young son, Gritty the mascot. Gritty is not looking at the camera. This is a posed professional photo. But then right above it reads the title. <laughs> Did Gritty punch a 13-year-old boy in the back? I hope Philadelphia so. detectives are <laughs> investigating. And just the combination of the picture <laughs> and title is what's really fucking... Wait, is, is that the boy in question? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's not really good radio for me to just uh, read through an article and try to summarize it as it goes, but uh, that's called I, an I, audiobook, Trace. Oh, we have not branched out into audiobooks yet. <laughs> new a weekly news audiobook by GameQuest. <laughs> so yeah, too, uh, too that's fucking that is buck fucking wild. If uh, a mask, I feel like I feel like sports mascots are dangerous people to begin with. They're like what. How many rungs below an actor would you, Did you put? Ever watch that? Was it an Amazon Prime eleven thousand eight hundred and fifty-five is the answer. There are uh, that many rungs below an actor because it's a tall lad. I feel like sports mascots are very dangerous people. That man, I mean, I they're like I'm ruffling like a lot. I'm I'm really possibly going to ruffle a lot of feathers here. I don't think they should be trusted. Definitely but, not with your children. We also don't know like who's under that mask. It's not the mascot. It's the That's man what I'm underneath saying. it. I'm not saying the or mascot woman. possesses people to fucking do crazy shit. We don't know. We don't I'm know. Saying... We don't have the facts yet. Fine. Fine. Yeah, maybe it is a demon <laughs> possession, Jordan. Fine. I'll drop my fucking point. Look at that dude. He's a demon. Gritty's 100% I... a demon, and you know it. He definitely. Oh, yeah, Gritty is. <laughs> he punched a 13-year-old boy. <laughs> Just look at them eyes. You can tell. Look at those dead eyes looking off screen. Okay. Uh, yeah. So there was a, there was a sports mascot that's being like, uh, that's being accused of punching a boy, a, a fan, and not anymore. Oh, not a fan. Well, yeah, that was the last day of them being a Flyers fan. Probably <laughs> ain't a fucking fan anymore. Yeah. From that day forward, they were a fan of the fucking uh, the Coyotes. Oh, the Coyote. Yes, <laughs> the detective on the case with them. The New York Detectives, the newest NHL team. Yes. Oh, uh, hey, this is game, this is Game Quest. I'm Trace. That's Jordan <laughs> over there. God, hey, this is a up? nightmare. That's me. Matt's eating dinner. 
Matt's Matt's eating eating Dindin. Dindin. Chicky chicky din din. Cool, I'm that, that was, was good, Matt. Yeah, he unmuted his mic just to make a little ruffling and then was like He was I thought it was uh Morse code for a second there. Oh, he's like the prisoner uh, was, blinking it, it Morse code. It was SOS <laughs> in oh, thank you, form. Matt. Hey, next time, let me let me give you some helpful advice. Next time you want to uh capture your chewing noises over the recording. Number one, don't. <laughs> Number two, get closer because it didn't come through. <laughs> Chris is a little sauced up oh, if you so, guys couldn't tell. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little sauced up right now. I think um, we went through that part. Oh, yeah. The implication was definitely, was definitely yeah. there. Yeah. Your boy had a stressful day and your boy doesn't handle stress well. Um, your boy doesn't like being monitored 24-7. Yeah, we won't get into that. We won't get into this. But... Uh, other sports like news did, did, evidence did, to suggest that <laughs> yeah we don't um anyway i want to i want to jump to the next bit of sports news did anyone uh, watch people the paid Connor 80 dollars Mc... to watch this shit okay thank you uh <laughs> i did not pay anything i how'd you get away with that no well i went to my friend's house <laughs> across the room and watched watched it at their house and they paid for it i didn't ask any questions Across um, the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so the the overall card was pretty solid. There was a lot of this is the UFC fight, by the way. Uh, there was a bit of submissions. There was a pretty boring co-main event, and then the main event was Conor McGregor and also Donald very Cowboys boring. <laughs> yeah, it was also boring. I mean, it was an exciting forty seconds. It's like <laughs> it was an it's, exciting forty seconds. It's, it's like my I sex heard that life. a lot in fucking high school. <laughs> yeah, it's like me having sex, but it's okay. I actually did. I got that from a meme. I saw a meme uh, there after the fight. Connor really shocked the shit out of me with his post-fight antics. He was very respectful. He gave Donald respect. He even there was a moment on camera where Donald's uh, grandma came into the into the octagon, spit on his face. No, she was giving him a hug, talking about how great he did, blah blah blah. And I mean, she was probably just trying to be generous. But there's a <laughs> there's a few uh, there's a few fighters that have older relatives that have had really beautiful, wholesome moments with their relatives' opponents. It's usually right. after they lose, though. It's usually sure. like no one, no one, uh, no one from Connor's family came up to Donald and said, "Say sorry, bud. <laughs> Better luck God. next time. Maybe we'll go forty-one next time." But yeah, I did not pay for that card, and I'm very fucking happy about it. Jordan, give me some other news, man. I just want to tell you that the this is a true story. The last time I watched a live UFC fight. It was when Kimbo was supposed to fight that fucking Ken Shamrock and he fought that pink haired dude instead. And Not lost five thousand. Uh, sure, and he lost <laughs> in like ten seconds. Five, it, maybe. Oh no. So the Kimbo slice fight that I like to remember, I <laughs> rest in peace, is the fight the where, one where he died. No, that was his opponent. His opponent actually <laughs> died, but they were both so exhausted that they both fell over in the octagon, not from strikes, but from what I would assume is McDonald's. <laughs> and it was, it was determined, it was determined that Dada 5,000's heart actually fucking stopped at one point <laughs> during the fight. Jesus. <laughs> but isn't that how Kimbo died? 
Yes. Well, he died from yes, his heart he, stopped, he, but his heart after the fight. No, it no, it wasn't in that fight. That was his last professional fight, though. He didn't die as a result of that. I believe he d- died as a result of decades of steroid abuse, and I would assume CTE and a, a handful of other health issues that go along with being a real fucking gangster. Now, so the one I'm remembering is Kimbo's debut, and he fought Seth Pet- Petruzelli. Is okay. that a, is that a name? Is that how you say that name? And uh Petruzelli. Yeah, it looks like it. it. It was legit a 10 second fight. And then so I watched this one and it was a 40 second fight, which is astronomically longer. Yeah. It feels Jesus like a fucking Christ. marathon when you watch Why a, a you fucking seconder. Hyping this shit up, dude. Like it's just it's hilarious. Like every time I tune in live, it's like the quickest match I've ever seen. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll give it another wanna, 12 years or something. Yeah. I want to speak against the UFC here and just say that it's absolute fucking bullshit that Connor is on a losing streak. He hasn't defended a belt. He's away from the UFC getting in trouble. And when, when the time rolls around, he gets an opponent like Donald Cerrone. And I don't want to disrespect Donald Cerrone because he's a fucking veteran fighter who has a ton of ton of fights and a ton of success in his career. However, it is not unknown and not he's not he's infamous for choking against top level competitors. And everyone knows it. Everyone that's a serious like not a serious everyone that's a fight fan knows that Cerrone's a bit of a gatekeeper. And it's such shit that they fed Connor. Donald Cerrone, who's pretty good for choking against high-level dudes. See if you guys can follow this. They give Connor Donald Cerrone at 170 pounds. Then after the fight's announced, Dana White announces that provided that Connor wins this fight, he's going to get a rematch against his last loss in the UFC, which is the champion of the 155-pound division. You just said so many words that's that mean fucking, absolutely nothing to me. Here, he fought, he fought, for you. He fought an average. Stupid. He fought an average one seventy pounder, and got a title shot in a different fucking division. Uh, one lower, a lower division. Yes, Jake, against somebody Jake, that got his weigh? ass whooped. Um, I don't know. I'm like sickly and thin now, so I think I'm like a buck seventy five, buck eighty. Okay, okay. So, so imagine we're me you, fighting you. I'm fucking two forty. And let's just see how that goes. <laughs> it's not quite that that extreme, but it's it's something that should not be happening. Yeah, but he's their fucking poster boy. He's by far the biggest name in the UFC. Unless yeah, it's stupid. He's gonna get anything yeah. he wants. Is and to be honest, he kind of reignited a bit of a, a bit of fandom for him in me after he was pretty level headed and respectful after this fight. Now, I mean, however, if, if we go back to the together, stupid then... money bullshit. My buy my fucking whiskey, punching old dudes in the bar because they refuse to drink your fucking whiskey that you put yeah. in front of them. Like, get the fuck out of here. I don't have time for it. I don't I don't care. I'm interested in watching a talented athlete. That's did he get it. arrested for that? Um yes. Like did he go to prison for ten years? No, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, because no. yeah. But he definitely should have. Yeah. I don't know. You shouldn't have gone to prison for 10 years. I, I definitely mean, think, I think they, man and you're I a think fucking UFC fighter. You are literally a deadly weapon. Yeah, I, true. Think, I think the UFC should have cut him after that. I agree with that. I don't think, I think somebody in jail should have cut him after that. <laughs> <laughs> like a sword should have cut him. Yes. Anyway, do we want to talk some more sports news? 
No, I think we're good on hey, sports. Hey, guess what? <laughs> no, I'm saying it. Hey, guess what? The Lost. MLB is not going to fucking take away either the Red Sox or the Astros World Series wins. Weird. Oh, Moving on. Uh, Mr. Peanut died. <laughs> <laughs> this is Rip the most- He's my boy, Mr. P. R.I. Peanut is the hashtag. Going around. <laughs> oh, if you want to get involved in the conversation, um, I don't understand. So I'm going to move on. Apparently, we hey, have if, our first Super Bowl commercial. Is, if this is the first episode of Game Quest you're listening to, pause this episode right now and go listen to a different episode of ours. <laughs> no, this, this is this is the goddamn show. You don't you dare leave. <laughs> All right, let's get into some real news. So what do you say? Oh, yes. I'm hearing yeses Give all me. around. This is great. I, I was I was having a sip of wine. All right. Well, let's Fuck talk off. about. <laughs> I am actually drinking um, wine. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe. Oh, I should do that. Let's talk about some video game delays. What do you say? <laughs> hey, 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 Matt. Hey, Matt, Matt, Matt. That. Hey, Matt. Tell me about your draft picks, buddy. How are those going? That well, was... one of them's coming out in September now, so don't allegedly, <laughs> dude. There's no, I don't think it's coming. Out Matt's the new Jake. <laughs> oh, how the mighty have fallen! Wait, 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 wait! Stop the podcast! Stop the podcast! Stop the podcast! We're Restart not... the podcast! Restart the podcast! No. What game are we no. talking about? What game are we talking we're, about? We're not. Cyberpunk we're talking twenty seventy seven. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven has been d d d d delayed. <laughs> oh my god okay real quick i know this is super aside have any of you guys seen the show superstore no it's fucking great it's like uh i don't know if sitcom's the right word it's a comedy show about a uh uh like a retail store a you know walmart equivalent sort of thing um there's a dude in there who's one of the employee's boyfriends and he always does that that fucking air horn sound with his mouth and it gets me every oh, fucking time dude it is so fucking funny anyway john ralphio no <laughs> he does it more than him uh moving on cyberpunk's been delayed uh it's been pushed back from it's supposed to be april right matt april to september april to september and me my me and my foolishness i'm like oh good they're gonna have a chance to tighten it up because according to them it's ready to go start to finish we just got to squash some bugs and you know we took a little flack for the witcher 3 in our working condition so you know we're gonna push it back six months give people the time they need to finish it and then like almost, time, bitch. almost immediately <laughs> after this happened cg project red ceo was like yeah we're gonna crunch yep we're gonna crunch the fuck out of this thing for six crunch. months we've been crunching let's fucking crunch <laughs> Do some crotches, hundred right now. Dropping a give I'm just like, holy shit! Like this, not a good look for that company, and I feel bad for everybody working on the development there. Yeah. I can only hope that you know they are they're making a lot of money. They have you know the Netflix series. I'm sure is getting them something. Uh, the sales of The Witcher Three went through the roof when that launched. I'm hoping that that, those funds trickle down to the developers, especially with something like this, but you kind of never know. Uh, It probably won't. Things don't trickle down. (laughs) No, it probably won't. I mean, like, overall, mm, it's so confusing. They should be, they're supposed to be a good company. 
They're the company behind fucking GOG. Like, the yeah, best so place Bethesda. to buy PC games. Man, Bethesda, no. Like, no. Maybe. Are you saying no that I'm wrong? As in, no, I think like, they're subpar? It's not, or I think Bethesda it's not a comparison. less overall crunch because they work on their shit for years mm -hmm. and years. And they're not scared to put and out a yeah. game with a shitload of bugs in it. <laughs> this is what they're talking true. about. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the community <laughs> will fix it. <laughs> I don't doubt that Bethesda is a good company with you know the people behind it and everything, but when you look at CD Projekt Red and the things that they've done and how long they took to make The Witcher 3, even though there was the crunch there, and their efforts behind GOG and they're like, hey, you buy a game, it's yours. We're not putting DRM in here. Like, you fucking keep it. And just all that stuff, you're like, man, this is a good company and they know what the fuck is up. And then you see shit like this and you're like, have they lost their way? Are they just, you know, like, it's one thing to do it. It's another thing to just go out there in a Q&A session and be like, yep, we're going to crunch. It's going to be a Forever. lot of it. <laughs> And then he says things like, we try to be reasonable in this regard, but yes. <laughs> I'm like, so oh, from what man. I read from a couple articles is they are crunching in shifts. So they'll okay. have one team crunching and then they will go off of crunch for like two or three weeks and then another team will kind of cycle in and rev up the engine again and then they do it that way. So usually it's just like, yeah, everybody's fucking going hog wild. Let's fucking do, you know, 80 hour weeks. <laughs> yeah, so your life's only fucking miserable for three weeks, but you get three weeks off. Not, yeah, probably not, not even off. off probably not off. Just, less, no, just not, not crunch. <laughs> yeah. Back to normal workload. Yeah, Man, that's stupid. It, I can't even imagine being in that position. Yeah. Like, I already feel shitty about the amount of time I have to spend at work. I, I can't even imagine. Oh, yeah. But some speculation time here. I've been thinking about this for a while, and there have been a bunch of leaks coming out, and we don't know really what to believe. But shifting gears here a little bit, we're probably going to get some sort of PS5 reveal. Um, if the leaks are to be believed, it's going to be exactly two weeks from today. And for a long time, they've been talking about, oh, you know, backwards compatibility, blah, blah, blah without really saying exactly what they meant there or exactly what that's going to mean. And then Microsoft comes out and talks about, you know, the Xbox one self will be backwards compatible. I have this theory that cyberpunk got the information from Sony, like the final information that's like, Hey, PS4 stuff is good to go on the PS five. And that was cyberpunk's cue to be like, all right, now we can release a lot closer to those consoles because when people pick them up, they can still play our game. Do you mm. all think that that's valid? Do you think that that makes sense? Because otherwise, they, otherwise they would have to like a game now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man. Sorry. Oh, we're What's getting sued now. Podcast? Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll sign, we'll rebrand as something else. Fucking let's do it. They they would have to release it right now. Give people the time to play the game, and then I don't even know. Like. In the world where they come out after this crunch stuff and after this delay and say, yo, the multiplayer is not going to be ready till like 2021. After like, 2021. Yeah. And we have no plans to make a next gen version. They would have been in a real shitty position if, you know, if again, assuming these rumors are true, if there's no backwards compatibility on these next systems. Because that's two thirds of their audience right there that would be a fucking bummer so i'm oh. assuming they know something they might have even known something for a long time 
which is why they chose not to make a PS5 version. Who knows? But in any case, that game is not coming as soon as we hoped. And now the like from now until September, the release list is like barren as fuck. <laughs> it is doom. And <laughs> that's kind of it. As far as like the doom big stuff, and Warcraft three reforged, which comes. Well, out. yeah, I mean, I'm excited for that. Um, Commandos comes out, but like as far as the big ticket stuff, there there ain't shit. There ain't any help. <laughs> there ain't shit. Uh, it's, so it's kind of we unfortunate. Go down the list, uh, we got Cyberpunk, Dying Light, Dying Light also delayed. Um, indefinitely, they indefinitely a date for that any longer. Yeah, so they didn't say they're delaying it indefinitely. They just said, "Hey, it's getting delayed," and they did not give us a new date. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't like, "Yo, shit, fucking blew up." <laughs> we don't know when this is going to get done. They're just like, "Hey, we're not going to hit our date. We'll be back with more soon." Um, in the coming months, they said. So you know, we. It's going to be a while. I think it is completely likely that they're like, "Yup, shifted over to a PS5 Xbox version. Let's go." Yep. We'll we'll announce more when Sony reveals their system or at E3 or or whatever or both. Who knows? Uh, definitely seems pretty likely there. What else? What else got delayed since we? Um, mine hunter mine hunter season three was oh shit was uh their turn or their contracts were terminated and they were uh the season three is indefinitely postponed shucks i didn't watch it seen that show i don't watch everyone at the bar always freaking talks about it it's always sad to see good true crime it's like David Fincher or something, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, oh, we did get a date for SpongeBob SquarePants Battle of Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. You, you. I don't know what that date is, but I remember seeing that <laughs> that had come out. It's, fuck, man. Yay. I don't. You guys, you oh. guys laughed when I drafted it. I bet that thing gets more gets than delayed 80, 80 points. <laughs> Look, we didn't talk about it last time, but uh, the only thing that's come out from the draft so far is the grudge. And um, oh, yeah, how'd that do? I'm just gonna go ahead and say I watched it. Uh, and sure, it's, it's sure. fine. I guess it got like a forty. I mean, it's that's, a horror movie. That that no. seems about right. Uh, um, but yeah. actually, Jordan, actually, oh, did it go up? 18%. Actually, actually, no, oh. it's an eighteen percent now, bud. Woo! Yeah, I knew I shouldn't have done that. Anyway, (laughs) uh, Final Fantasy also got pushed a little bit. Um, By the way, we don't go off Rotten Tomatoes, we go off Metacritic. Uh, Yeah, like a month at most, right? Yeah, it went from like March 18th to April 8th or some shit like that. Just a little more time, essentially enough time for them to get like certification or whatever. Uh, Marvel's Avengers got pushed back into September. Yeah, that game is not going to do well going up against Cyberpunk in September. <laughs> I mean, which one was delayed first? Avengers. Oh, okay. So maybe Cyberpunk just delayed so they could fuck with Avengers. And they're maybe like, "Fuck you!" I mean, they were going to release like months <laughs> apart. Wouldn't it be funny if like Cyberpunk got delayed? They're like, "Hey, we're pushing it back to June," and then Avengers is like, "Fuck it, we're out of here. We're going to September." And then Cyberpunk's <laughs> like, "Yeah, you know what? Uh, we miscalculated. <laughs> we'll be out in September." Somebody just really has a grudge with the Square Enix studio. <laughs> just goes on forever like this. Uh, so with all that, I mean, 
I'm parsing release dates here. We have Resident Evil. Uh, Final Fantasy will still be out before summer's end. We have an Elder Scrolls Online thing that I'll have Matt talk about here in a minute. And that is pretty much the stuff. Yep. We got a long wait for something, anything <laughs> to come out. Big. Yep. Um, it is so a Matt, this year. It's a fucking drought. I mean, it makes sense. New consoles, all that shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I am fully hoping that there is like a big boom of like, here's our launch stuff coming yeah. in November. Here's 7,000 things. Good uh, luck we, with your bank account. <laughs> pretty much know that Assassin's Creed is all but guaranteed for November. Yeah, that would make sense. So, they they have launched consoles. on the consoles the last couple times or whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only other launch game we really know about is likely, anyway, is uh, Halo. Likely. Like, if they don't put out Halo when that system launches, they're fucking up. Bad. Yeah, that's a mistake. Yeah. Uh, so Matt, tell us about Elder Scrolls Online and what's happening there, and uh, what sh- how you found this information out, and oh et yeah, so <laughs> Game Quest had boots on the ground at an actual press release. We sure fucking did. We cheeks in out the seats. Cheeks in the seats. Cheeks in the seats. Every Got time everybody spoke on stage, Matt was there going, "Subscribe to Game Quest." <laughs> <laughs> I, I really should have made a shirt or something. Oh yeah, I. Really regret not doing that. I should have. I should have done it, but I didn't. But uh, yeah, it was way cool. So it was held in Vegas at the Hyper X Esports Arena thingamajig. Um, so when we first got there, we're going through. They got like the whole production going, and then Sai and I are getting excited over at this picture. Friend of the show, Sai. Yeah, out. friend of the show, Sai. Mm-hmm. Shout out. And so we see this picture, and we're like, "Oh shit, is that Solitude or Winterhold?" And then. The creative director, Rich Lambert, comes up. He's like, I'm glad you guys know what that is. And I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah, we know. We're, 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 we're old school Elder Scrolls. Let's go. <laughs> so, um, yeah, talked with him for a few minutes. That was cool as shit. Uh, got pictures taken and all that fun stuff. Then they did their thing. Uh, only thing I regret not getting to do was meet Pete Hines because he fucking was a ninja and just disappeared uh, between <laughs> his appearances on and a stage. puff of smoke. So, I yeah, just turned much. around, there was a puff of smoke and everybody was freaking out about it. I don't know. Uh, Uncle Pete's gone again, alright. Um, <laughs> it would have been cool to uh, meet him, pick his brain a little bit, but didn't get to do that. Uh, met a couple other the, couple others on the dev team, uh, the community manager, Gina Bruno, and all that. All that other fun shit. And then they did announce the newest year-long journey into uh, western skyrim uh it's gonna be a year of full-on gothic horror you know where vampires and werewolves and witches and wickermen and all sold yeah maybe and, i'll start uh, playing the so do it do it we got a whole group going at this point so um trailer is badass uh going to western skyrim and then back down into black reach because black reach wait a second <laughs> Did they just find another way to re-release Skyrim? I mean, that's what Skyrim's ESO has been. ESO. It's, yeah. <laughs> but it's yet another re-release inside of a re-release. Mm. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, here's how they're getting around, because we thought, okay, Black Reach, you know, it's just that one area from Skyrim. No, it's under the entirety of Skyrim. So oh. I think that's how they're getting rid they're getting or not rid of getting around the thing. Um, they are also redoing vampires completely, which is exciting because they kind of suck at the moment. Um, 
Come on. Uh, I'll admit, I'll admit, I didn't catch it. I didn't catch it. I didn't catch it either. And they kind of suck at the moment. Okay, you need to say the whole thing again. Everybody can. (laughs) Most podcast podcast apps have a go back 15 seconds thing. They'll be fine. (laughs) But um, yeah, lots of cool shit. Uh, Adding basically archaeology into it. And then um, we don't know what's coming in the second half of the year, but they usually do a big ass, another big ass zone. So I'm assuming. It's going to be like either White Run or the Reach for, for the to finish out Skyrim. So you mean they Love don't have a huge roadmap thing. spoiling all the huge uh, <laughs> events for don't. the game in oh, ESO? It's such a novel there's, fucking gun. There's not a. I guess that is board. gaming news we can talk about. <laughs> that is um, big news because that was a big thing. Are you done with ESO? I guess yeah. That, that we are pretty much covered that shit. Uh, the corridors of time have finally been. I'm going to say traversed instead of solved. Uh, and it was a reward that we knew was coming all along. Woo! So needless to say, Destiny community is not that happy. <laughs> the reward was, uh, oh, what the hell is it called? Bastion. Bastion, yeah, the first kinetic fusion rifle. Um, which, which would have been badass had we not known about it. Exactly. It to come out the next week. <laughs> Do you actually just get that? You get the quest for it. So you okay, so that's... Got, you got it a week early, but it's something we've known about for oh, so I can just three not, months. I can just not do this. I mean, you miss out on the lore and an emblem if you care about that stuff at all. Yeah, but, but... yeah, the, the corridors themselves are going away next week. So, and ah. then you're just gonna pick up the fucking quest from Saint Fourteen. So, well, it'll yeah, be a yeah. neat thing to see. I might, I might jump in just to see that, but. Watching the community fucking go batshit over this thing was really yeah. cool. Yeah. It took a week and people wrote websites, programs, all kinds of shit for it. It was it was wild. Yeah, that was that was cool. I, I've said many times I love when Destiny does their like figure this out motherfucker things mm-hmm. and th- those are those are awesome. The final combination of rooms is like 30 rooms long or something ridiculous like that. Yeah, it's like 30 to 40 minutes to do it all. It's insane. Is it like hard from a combat perspective? No, it's just uh, a no. lot of running and you got to remember which oh, okay. one you just did and what the is next it like one is. Tough platforming? Like, can you just die and fuck yourself no, up? It, or? Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if dying in the corridors resets at all. Um, so that could kind of fuck you up. I also don't think there's always ammo drops. Um, I was trying to farm a couple of catalysts, but kept running out of ammo. In the uh, of it. Gotcha. So that's a little difficult. It can get harder farther on, but okay. Um, we probably sufficiently covered destiny for now. Huh? <laughs> I think so. Um, Jacob, I want to hear your thoughts on. <laughs> by left in smash bros oh my god dude um i oh have my no, god dude um is right i don't care about fire emblem in the slightest i along with everyone else in the smash community was hoping for a new ip maybe something we haven't seen in smash and they just drop another blue haired uh, fucking fire yet emblem another yet us. another fire emblem character is this eight now i six uh, it's like a lot it's yeah definitely it's more too than many five. because they're all like virtually the same um and so 
when this was announced, I didn't actually have this in my brain. Didn't they say that the last one was going to be someone from a new like property they'd never done before or something like that? I'm not sure if that was just what the community wanted. Um, I, I saw something somewhere. I didn't look too far into it, but I saw something that they were like, it was Nintendo saying like, yeah, you'll be excited for the next one. It's the one we've not done before. It's, <laughs> it's just a real fucking bummer that the best thing out of this announcement or the two best things out of this announcement are, Hey, we're doing another fighters pass. So you're going to get six more characters, but also the me fighter skins cuphead. And uh, I'm assuming it's Ezio from Assassin's Creed. And Oh, I saw the cuphead one. I didn't see. And rabbits like <laughs> just... dude, rabbits is one of the weirdest, like tie-ins in anything. I don't know why anyone is trying to make rabbits a thing <laughs> but i don't because of the minions i guarantee it like rabbits happened then the minions happened and those blew up and it was like yo we got to get our dumb speaking mildly humanoid object things out there and then we're gonna license it in a mario game and it's gonna be yeah. basically XCOM. i yeah i i don't understand it either but at least we know we're getting six more characters right yeah, and we, but... only, we only have to buy one more fighters pass for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and they sell only... it in a bundle again. It's gonna be like twenty yeah. bucks for all five fighters or six. Yeah, it's, uh, twenty twenty-five, whatever it was. Um, and so the first, this is the last of the pack, and there are only five characters in this current pack, right? Uh, let's see: so Banjo, Joker, Hero, Hero, Joker, Banjo, and Terry, and then now Byleth. Yeah. Okay, so we're getting an extra one. Well, no, because the piranha plant was technically in there too, right? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if that was like a pre... I don't think it was part of the fighter pass because you could get him for free. You didn't have to pay for him. But mm. he was a character that wasn't on the original roster when they announced it. Sure. Well, that's kind of disappointing. I'm, um, I'm going to keep buying him because you yeah, know, I'm a sucker. And I, get you know, it. I only play Smash you know, once every couple of months. I still have not beaten that adventure mode. Oh, really? It's really fun. That's I have that. like 12 characters unlocked. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's pretty bad. Anyway, uh, moving on to some other news, some good news. If you're a Ubisoft fan, uh, the Splinter Cell creative director is going to rejoin Ubisoft. Uh, he spent eight months at Epic Games, so he didn't last very long. And I think this is kind of the herald of maybe they're going to finally do some more Splinter Cell. Is his name Harold? His no, his name is Maxime Beland. Oh, that's Beland, cool. something. Beland. He's he's French, you know, Ubisoft French. Um, I'm hoping that that means that there's some some new Splinter Cell coming. But also, Ubisoft has restructured restructured its quote unquote editorial team because they want to differentiate their games a little better, which I think is extremely smart, especially given the division and breakpoint coming out in the same year and then both being kind of the same experience, but one being so much better than the other. And I think they also could use some, some help in the Assassin's Creed realm. As far as I'm concerned, updating that a little, little better, but I know Matt would probably disagree with me there. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, we <laughs> let's move into some rumors. Nope. Nope. One more thing before the rumors. Uh, 3D Realms, a company that apparently still exists, has I, announced that 
that they're remastering Kingpin: Life of Crime, the nineteen ninety nine. Yep. Three realms. Yep. Exists. Yep. Alrighty then. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Who right? knew? I didn't know that. <laughs> um, they're probably owned by somebody. You know, somebody else, I should yeah. say. Yeah. But uh, this is uh, for me. Did any of you guys play Kingpin like back in the day? It does not ring a bell at all. No. It's a first person shooter about people doing crime stuff. It's pretty fun. <laughs> um, they're they're remastering it. It should be a good time, especially if it's cheap. Uh, right on the heels of like Duke Nukem and stuff. Um, it was. It was probably more of like a Duke Nukem time to kill. You know, like a 3D yeah. third person rather than like the first person stuff. Um, you know what I mean by that is 3D spaces, not not like sprite based is what I should say there. Anyway, let's talk about some rumors real quick. So <laughs> this one was fucking hilarious. The president of HTC China was on a was doing like some sort of business presentation, right? And he's using PowerPoint, as you do. One of the slides on his PowerPoint said Half-Life Alex and L4D3 will what? enhance, will drive consumer and AAA studio interest, is, is the quote that I'm reading. Totally just throwing it out there to, his, to the business partners, right? And I, people... I'm not going to let myself get my hopes up. Oh, no, yeah, they... I mean... I, I'm already leading into why this is wrong. Um, (laughs) So people jumped on this. People were like, oh, shit. Stealth Left 4 Dead 3 announcement. Let's go. Well, Valve, in a way that they've pretty much never done before, came out and said, like, absolutely not. We are not working on anything Left 4 Dead 3. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what did they think they were going to do? Did they think if they, like, got enough people to jump (laughs) on Valve's shit? Valve was going to be cool with it. Apparently, like, yeah, this no problem. <laughs> we'll do this game that you have fucking thrown into our laps. I, apparently, this dude went back on Twitter and was like, "Oh shit, I fucked up. My bad." Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's just another game with those same numbers and letters as your. <laughs> no, his his response. FYI, the Left 4 Dead Three mention is only a speculation. And all predictions are my own, not the official view of HTC. So essentially what this dude did is during his business conference where he's trying to presumably drive like investor interest and all this shit, he straight up lied about what was coming out to make a game that he wants to happen. (laughs) Business meeting. This sounds like a attempt at forced volunteering. No, I think he was definitely trying to trick people into thinking that like, Oh, not only Half-Life Alex, but a new Left 4 Dead? Like, that's going to be good for this company. We should give them money. No. No. <laughs> this is speculation. This is entirely speculation on my point. All predictions are my own and not the official view of GameQuest. But um, it re- really fucking... <laughs> it was a wild two hours or whatever it was. Valve is came HCG out very quickly. a traded company? Uh, probably. Huh. I don't, I, I don't actually know, but... I wonder anyway, if anyone can make a case that they bought into them on the basis that they thought Left 4 Dead <laughs> 4 was coming out and they were lied to. And is that technically defrauding investors? Probably. 
damn. I don't know. I missed, it is China. I missed so. my, oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 Is so, it defrauding uh, them if they want a product to be made that's probably not being made, so they just assume it's being made? <laughs> no. Technically, no. <laughs> but if the person giving the presentation says, hey, this game's coming, and someone's like, oh, shit. And then you buy, <laughs> you buy $20,000 in like... HPC stock, and the next morning you wake up, and Valve's like, what are you fucking talking about? What are you about? fucking no. talking about? What definitely are you not. No. <laughs> We've oh, never said shit. we're definitely not doing this to anything, <laughs> but right now we are definitely not doing this. <laughs> really fucking wild. It's like he went up there and showed a slide that was like, Rockstar Games exclusive to HTC. And you're like, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto 6. <laughs> you're like, wait, hold on. What? <laughs> anyway, let's move into more speculation here. Uh, this one comes from the most credible source you could possibly have, Jason Trier. Uh, I think you're going to say Nope, nope. This is a real person doing real things. Um, <laughs> he says that according to three sources uh, familiar with the situation, Horizon Zero Dawn will be coming to PC this year. Ooh, um, that doesn't surprise me in the slightest. The same leaker that came out in a 4chan thread and was predicting all this stuff about the PS5 announcement, um, which maybe I'll... I'll just mention right off the top. He got Was one thing Q? right already, presumably. No. Um, so <laughs> that might be able to be believed. He said that it was going to launch in February, which would be fucking wild. If Sony goes out there and is like, hey, here's PS5. Here's all the info. By the way, Horizon Zero Dawn's on PC right now. Like, it also kind of sets him up for like, here's our PS5 Horizon 2. Mm-hmm. And for all you people who don't remember or didn't play Horizon... It's available right over here. I've actually been wanting to play it for years, but now that I've upgraded my PC, it seems silly to like buy it on PlayStation. I don't. Yeah, especially like if this is true, you should absolutely should get it on PC, like for sure. But if like if this turns out not to be true, if we get into fucking June or something, I would one thousand percent recommend you play that game. Like I didn't think it was the best thing I ever played, but it is goddamn fun. It looks so fucking good. And it's unique as hell. Sweet. In a lot of ways. Um, yeah, so that that might be happening. Uh, we also have a job listing for Naughty Dog asking for help on the PC front experience with DirectX 12 and NVIDIA, etc. It only makes sense that Sony is going to start releasing on PC, right? Uh, yeah, it's like I feel Microsoft like they have to doing Microsoft. It. Yeah, okay, okay yeah. never mind. You said yeah, <laughs> like they have to because Microsoft is doing it and like it's it seems like it's been a long time coming. We've known for a long ass time that system sales do not give a company a large portion of their profit. They they sell them very close to cost or at a loss. And so the the way to make money is to sell your games, to sell your game pass or you know presumably Sony is working on something similar. Um it it only makes fucking sense especially with like companies that they're funding like uh yakuza um what's a uh, quantic dream the you know david david cage the heavy rains and the like showing up on pc already we already know death stranding is coming we know sony funded a lot of that so it would make perfect sense if you know even even if it's like hey what uh death stranding was like eight months nine months later it's coming out in like june or something i believe Stop. Yeah. yeah so you know make it a delay sure that's fine but it only makes sense that they try to reach the next significant audience uh and then you look at like 
MLB the show, which I'm sure was strong armed by the people who are in charge of the MLB licensing. But with that coming to like Xbox and stuff, it seems like Sony really is like, all right, we just need to sell the games. Like we need to sell the games to as many people as possible. Let's put journey on the switch or whatever and, and get the fucking money. Let's go. Makes sense. Uh, last thing I have here, I'm very excited about this. And it also brought up the fact that NBC is making their own streaming service, which I keep forgetting about. And it's called Peacock. Um, apparently the information came out that there is a free version and like paid tiers or whatever. Oh. But we are also getting a MacGruber series on <laughs> Peacock. <laughs> that makes me so fucking happy. Was the movie actually funny? I never saw it. Oh my god, MacGruber's hilarious. Okay, I like I liked the SNL skits, but never actually saw the movie. It is so fucking good. I mean, you can't go wrong with uh, what's his face, the guy Will Forte. Will Forte. There you go. You can't go wrong with Will Forte. So I I recommend watching that movie at your earliest convenience <laughs> for sure. Uh, but that's the news. Unless anyone else has anything that I maybe forgot. Overwatch uh, event. Yeah, like who's playing that? I'm not. Um, I thought about it. The skins look cool with their like changing faces and stuff, but um, oh, also they did not. <laughs> they did not think to care about my needs and didn't give me any of the characters I play. So <laughs> <laughs> it's really rude. I play that game once every six months. They should be thinking about me. Yeah, give me oh, that Zarya here, skin. Here's a thing. Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare came out with a new update today that uh, did some like balance tweaks, gave you more creative class slots, added a crossbow, all this stuff. Um, when I, <laughs> when I launched the game after, after this update, I just want to redo this message that it said um, an error has occurred. Your down, da- your data did not properly download or is corrupt. Uh, you must reset your rank and unlocks to proceed. Cool. So you yes uninstalled yes Call or of no. Duty? <laughs> so um, it turns out I hit no because I was like, of course, there's a no option. I'm going to hit no. I look at Twitter and Infinity Ward says, hey, don't pick either option. Just hard close your application until we figure this oh, out. No. So um, this goes one of two ways. Uh, nothing happened and I get to play when they fix it or B, all my shit's gone and I'm just done playing Call of Duty. So just wanted to throw that out there. If anyone, nice. uh, Yeah, if anyone does this update, just don't fucking do it. Just don't, just don't check the Twitter first. Uh, and then speaking of league, I picked up a Felios and holy shit, that guy breaks my brain. We should play some league tonight. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> anyway, um, who wants to talk about what they did this week? I will. All right. Uh, someone said I didn't. I didn't. It, yeah, it was pretty. It was a pretty non-eventful um, course league. Oh, Still haven't logged first. Yeah, haven't logged into Destiny, but. I watched um, the Netflix documentary, The Devil Next Door, which have you guys watched any of it? I have not. Are you familiar I keep seeing with it? it there. I, I mean, did, I, you've been saying in the Discord. I saw it. Oh, okay. I saw it too many times in Netflix and I was out of things to watch or do. So I just put that on and it actually got real fucking entertaining. It's the story of a man a retired auto worker living in uh cleveland ohio shout outs right Shouts out um and in the 80s 
was extradited to Israel to be tried on Nazi war crimes because there were many accounts or there were apparently enough accounts to warrant extradi uh, extraditing him. But there were claims that he was an infamous death camp guard named Ivan the Terrible who would kind of, uh, he carried a sword, This the person that they described, and they carried a sword and they would uh, kind of stab people in the back while they were walking into the, the gas chambers. Dope. He would just like cut parts off of people just because like before they went into the gas chambers. And, yeah, he was just yeah, he was just a horrible fucker. And Jesus fucking Christ. Originally, it, said, it was said that in the in the camp that he was accused of of working in, one point eight million uh, Jewish people were executed there. And at first they said a million of them could have been associated with it. And then it came down to like eight hundred thousand. And then at one point uh, it was like. It was like almost 30,000 charges. But the documentary is kind of all over the place in that you think you go back and forth between thinking that this dude from Ohio is a terrible Nazi and you also at times think, okay, they might not have the right person here. But the, it, oh. I don't know. Yeah, I definitely recommend watching it. It's not just like, a straightforward story. Your your mind is going to be kind of dragged all over the place. So I'm not going to get more into it, but it's about his trial. Is this one of those things oh. where they're going to be like, "Oh, we watched the Netflix thing and found an inconsistency, <laughs> and now we're reopening the the case." Uh, what was the, that? Not. Was that was the other one, right? The what other was show making that, a murder. Yeah, right. And Didn't it was, that happen? Why wasn't that dude like actually guilty of something? I, I, I mean, everyone's no guilty idea. of I've never something. Seen it. Well, <laughs> everyone's guilty of something. I thought he was Trace. still Jeez. guilty of a murder or something like that. Did you say how long it was? Uh, it's five episodes. I think they're about hour long. Okay. Jeez. Did you guys uh, ever watch The Jinx? It was a HBO true crime documentary about Robert Durst. No, but I wanted to. It's really good. Is it still on there? Uh, I'm not I'm sure. sure. I actually rented it from Hastings when it first came out. Oh. R.I.P. Shouts out. Yeah, pour one out. Hey, uh, real quick, I just want to bring up another news uh, thing that we missed. What about Desk? You already had your time. I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Terry Jones of Monty Python who passed oh, away. Oh, yeah, good call. Uh, I forgot about that. And yeah, Terry Jones. Um, well, then, since we're just in a, since we're going to take a real bummer break, uh, <laughs> shout outs to Kevin Barnett today uh, that we one were year. recording. It is the one year sad anniversary of his passing and actually uh fortunately his friends he was a comedian he was, he was friends with comedians and all of his uh, not all of his friends a few of his friends posted a picture from the set of kevin's old sketch show in which he made all of his not all several of his white friends play kkk members in a sketch that they were that him and Jermaine Fowler wrote. I like how this guy took precedence over <laughs> fucking Monty Python. <laughs> Trace keeps the LP family close to us. I mean, I it was it was literally after. Uh, it's not precedence over. It was after. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we're saddened by this. You ready? You ready? You ready for this, Matt? You ready for this dagger? I haven't seen it. 
What? Any Monty Python? <laughs> yes. Was was that the thing that we told you to watch last episode? I don't. Oh, we've told him to watch so much shit. So who knows? <laughs> oh, also we got a trailer for uh, Clone Wars finale today, and it looks sick as hell. Yes, cool. we did. This has been uh, news 2.0 revisited. I have one more thing. I just remembered it. News merged- 3.0 with Jordan. It merges sad news and sports news. Um, Rocky Johnson also passed away. Oh, yeah. Dwayne The Rock Johnson's father. Rock I like the way Dwayne you pronounce Johnson's Dwayne. Dwayne. Anyway, we can get off the sad anyway. news now. Uh, oh, Neil Peart. Uh, shouts no, out. No, we already Neil talked Peart. about that. Last week. <laughs> I know. Uh, also, shouts out. Cat, uh, I saw on the way to work. Shouts out. <laughs> Just out to my homie. What else did you do, Trace? uh so anything you ready to talk about, you to talk about aaron hernandez because uh, i'm not ready but we can talk about it <laughs> have you have you watched nope. any more than an episode of it nope okay well i watched <laughs> the three episodes of the aaron hernandez documentary on netflix as well i don't know why i was just in a real fucking twisted mood the last week and i mean kendra that's pretty much what netflix is good for right but kendra started her job and she's uh working later hours so now i have like several hours to kill Start and watching Clone Wars, homie. Catch up with her. Right she's way far ahead of you. She's, I, she's watching it right now. <laughs> oh, you fucked up. But uh, yeah, the Aaron <laughs> Hernandez documentary is also another one of those things. It's not quite as... Uh, it doesn't make you think that Aaron was ever innocent or... It hardly paints him a victim, but it does give some insight to like shit that could have been happening in his life that, yeah it's it's that, more of like a what went wrong How not did a he justification get but an explanation really yeah. just like a an understanding of when it's crazy because he, he overall he really pulled off a crazy ass double life and fooled yeah. most people the um the one thing i will say about it in the first episode i watched and and i was we were talking about this earlier or yesterday or whatever it was I don't think it's a very well edited documentary. Hmm. Um, it it kind of jumps from subjects sometimes without yeah. any actual like lead in. Like they're talking about, oh, you know, it's uh, there's we have this surveillance footage and, you know, it shows him pulling up in the car with without the, you know, the and victim. And then it starts here. talking about like him playing on the college football team, trying to get drafted yeah, and like and then experiences that he had in college and shit like that. And it's just his high school homie immediately after that being like, yeah, we didn't really think we were gay. We were just fucking around with each other. And you're just like, where? How are we getting to all these places? Like, yeah, they really, they really <laughs> drop, drop it in there just out of nowhere that Aaron was uh, was closeted gay. And I did, however, very much respect that Aaron had a had a gay attorney, and they they were trying to lean on that really hard. And finally, this this attorney was like. I am a gay man myself. We're not fucking using this. <laughs> and yeah. yeah. It it's it was wild up to up to the point I watched. I I don't know how they're going to get two more episodes out of this, but I I will I will see. You will see. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh did you get in, get up to anything else? No. All right. Uh, Jacob, what 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 you got for the class? My turn. I'm going to start off with something you guys talked about last week. Uh, I watched Marriage Story a couple days ago. I don't really need to rehash a lot. Fantastic performance on Scarlett Johansson's side and 
Adam Driver, killer. I'm sure it's going to win a shit ton of Oscars. Kill her? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Kill her. Fuck. <laughs> um, real quickly, while we're on this subject, I did watch an Adam Driver TED Talk where he talks about his experience in the Marines and transitioning to an actor, and that was fucking cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch that because it's been in my recommendations several times lately. Yeah. Yeah. You should watch that. Um, I've also... I don't think you guys have started yet. Are you watching Outsider? The Outsider on uh, HBO? I, uh, I'm trying to finish the book. Oh, right. And you said it's it's beefy, right? It's like 700 pages, something like that. It's it's a decent sized book. I don't know yeah. how, how big it is. It's not a short story. Yeah, I can. That's that's all I can confidently say. Um, So that's been really good so far. I think it's three episodes in. Uh, ben Mendelsohn, Jason Bateman are the two like main actors that I have could tell you the names of in the show uh <laughs> jason bateman is a like little league coach they find a young boy's body in the woods that's been like torn up and that sodomized with a stick or some shit like that it's, they <laughs> go into some pretty graphic detail um jesus yeah the the book does that too fuck uh-huh. <laughs> then people <It's>, uh... <laughs> around town <laughs> stephen king does not shy away i can tell you that much Oh, yeah. When it comes to child murder, that's kind of his forte, right? His Will Forte, if you will. (laughs) I didn't know Will Forte was in this show. (laughs) Shit. I didn't know Will Forte. Ariel's just shaking her head at me slowly. That's a good idea. You should give her a high five for all of us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So people in this town, they say that they saw Jason Bateman like coming out of the woods and he's all covered in blood and just acting real shady. So the cops arrest him at a little league game in front of, you know, sold out game, sold out game. Uh, <laughs> sold out little league game. Yeah. Look, it's man, they take that bad. shit seriously in Maine, okay? <laughs> 50 bucks a pop. And they're like, "You fuck it, you killed this kid. You're a you're a diddler and you killed him and you did it." And he's like, "No, I was at this conference uh, like an hour and a half away that day. There's like cameras all over the place. I'm pretty sure I I was part of a Q&A. I asked a question. I'm sure they have footage of that. Turns out that they do, but Jason Bateman's fingerprints are still all over the crime scene, all over like the vehicle and shit like that. But how could he be in two places at once? Because they also have video evidence of him like being at this strip club acting all weird and stuff like that. So astral projection. There's some spooky kingness going on. They've just found some clothes like covered in goo uh, in some barn. That I think is the I'm gonna call him the Nega Bateman um was wearing. Yeah, I mean I think it's like pretty obvious what is going to happen, right? Like at least oh. in broad in broad strokes. Yeah, they just had some some more stuff happen. Jack, the other cop, has some weird rash on the back of his neck now, but he's started talking to himself too, so you know, probably okay, some yeah, kind of weird. I haven't gotten any of that stuff in in my reading so far, but um, I'm my fear is that it's just going to be like, oh, it's this situation. That's yeah, it, the yeah. end. But I, I'm I'm really hoping that it's more crazy. You know, yeah, this is King we're talking about. He doesn't have yeah. his books <laughs> in the show too. There's been some weird, like I'm going to say hooded figures, but only because they're wearing like a a rain jacket with their hood up. And their face is like fucked up underneath the hood and disfigured, but it's like different every time they're 
standing slightly in the background and kind of out of focus. So that's They're also Mathers. Let's go. Uh, so that's been really cool. I would I'm love sure it. It'll be worth the binge once all, I assume, 10 episodes or eight episodes because it's an HBO show um, are out. They also had a trailer yeah. for Westworld. I'm going to call it three because that's what all the advertisements are, not Westworld season three. Yeah, uh, it's not really a C. This is more of like a the here. Here's your anthology piece sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. So the season looks like it's going to be really weird and i'm interested to see uh where it goes i've i really like that show yeah i do uh, too. played a little bit of hellblade this week which oh. has been fun uh the other day you know smoked a whole bunch of weed put my headphones on to get the full immersive experience uh played for a couple hours the craziest part i was doing there's a trial where you're blind and you have to use your focus function to like listen to the world around you. And it kind of brings some of the picture back and then you can navigate these hallways. But then they also throw in a bunch of like disgusting flappy skin monster things that are also creepy <laughs> and like trying to slap at you. Um, so hearing all that shit while also hearing the voices, like talk shit to you in the back of your brain. It's, it's a really cool experience. I'm super excited for, uh, I don't remember what they're calling the sequel, but Senua's definitely going to play. Yeah. Senua's rage <laughs> from what the trailer yeah. looks like. Um, I should shout out. It didn't really make the news, but apparently Ninja theory is working on a new thing called project Mara that they're describing as a real world and grounded representation of mental terror. Oh, um, fuck. They're they're good at that shit. So yeah. uh, I'm into that. I think it's a VR thing, uh, but this is obviously, you know, super early on, so we'll see yeah. what happens there. Just sh shouts out to them. Uh that's about it for everything I like played and watched this week, but I did go to the San Diego Oddities and Curiosities Expo this weekend. Um, nope. which is really cool. Just a lot of uh <clears throat> I'm going to say goth shit because that kind of encompasses everything, <laughs> you know, pentagram skulls, uh, will preserve bugs. I bought some crazy. So I had actually signed up. They were offering a taxidermy class. You pay 180 bucks and you're going to make a jackalope. So they provide like all the materials you need and then have a, like they teach you how to do it and you do it there. But last minute, the instructor ended up getting sick and they had to cancel the class which then meant I had $180 to blow on some other wild shit there. <laughs> um, nice. <laughs> so I bought a cool, it's like a shadow box that has a goat skull and like part of a beehive with a bee on it and some other preserved bugs and shit in there kind of set up in a cool display with like some sticks and moss. Uh, it's pretty rad. Finally, I actually hung that up on the wall today. I did some adulting and put a nail on the wall. So that was <laughs> exciting. You know, used a hammer for the first time in like six months. Oh, did shit. Did you, did you put it in a stud? No, but I have a drywall. <laughs> I have a drywall anchor put in. Oh, okay. Oh, oh wow. man. For that. Yep. See, Damn. I told you. I, right, I did real out. adulting. <laughs> wow. I'm really proud of you. Oh, man. Just, you know, you never think that you're going to get here, but they grow up so fast. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, all right, Matt, what'd you get up to? 
Cool. Sweet. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> uh, the only thing I really did besides ESO was uh, I watched Color Out of Space. Yeah, you Here, did. Richard Stanley, Nick Cage, Weirdathon, and it was okay. I don't think Nicolas Cage was the right person for this movie. He was not. This was not another Mandy. This it, it should have been somebody different other than Cage. Was it more that. was he more mom and dad Cage than uh Yeah Cage? Sorta like normal Cage. I mean, so it's it's a Lovecraft thing. There are people going crazy. Normal Cage is fine. When he starts like going crazy and doing this like shitty accent. That's uh, where he becomes way too much. He was doing an accent? Yeah, and it was bad. I don't even know what he was trying to portray with the accent, like what what he was trying to mimic. Um, but I thought the movie was like visually dope. Oh no, it, it looked cool. Like the fucking last half an hour was a goddamn trip and a fucking half, uh for sure. Like there were some cool ass visuals that they they kind of nailed the the tone of the short story, because that's like one of my all-time favorite short stories, is um, Color Out of Space. So they nailed like the tone, just the absolute weirdness. Uh, um, but Nicolas Cage was not right for that role. So it's been fucking forever since I've read Color Out of Space. Uh, was it a good like translation of that story? Uh, it was. You know, it's modern times, but a one-to-one translation of the story just updated for more modern times right on like down uh, to the attic and what transpires in there and all that other and all that other shit so uh um, oh, cool it, it was i uh i meant to go back and read it after i watched it but i i haven't done that yet um other than cage though i thought i thought it was good maybe even borderline great uh, like across the yeah. board it was, cage, it was fun cage, to watch. you think he brought it down yeah yeah he, he cage, did. i did not like the the acting by him um fucking tommy chong i loved it i yeah. fucking loved it uh, i will the, say when a certain event happens the fucking body horror that occurs is out of this goddamn oh, yes world. Oh, that was yes. Gnarly. I was eating dinner at that point because I was oh, like, oh no. It's not gonna be that bad. I put that, I was like, I am no, my fucking god, <laughs> no. Like this is some like Cronenberg level fucking Oh, speaking of Cronenberg, shit. isn't his son making a movie? Did yeah, he probably looks pretty dope? Yeah, the one there's a screenshot of it or or like a, a, a picture, but I don't know too much else about it, but it's like some some good like sci fi horror stuff coming yeah. around, it seems. I, I did not watch that Justin Long one, but I do want to see that. Uh, the the Wave is what that one is called. Um, yeah, no, I thought that was good. Like I said, I don't have too much reverence for the story specifically. It's been so long, but it was worth watching despite well, here's Cage's hoping, best efforts. Yeah, here's hoping <laughs> that Cage is not in the next one that Richard Stanley does, which is going to be the Dunwich Horror, which is another, another yeah, great and I, I story. I hate to say that. Like, I think... I think he fooled at least me with his last couple movies mm-hmm. where I'm like, all right, Nicholas cage. Okay. I get you. But he still is just Nicholas cage. They just, he's yeah. movies yeah. that lean into it in the proper way. And yeah. that this did not. And I, I feel like he was cast for the going crazy part. And I think that's was his weakest. 
Yeah, yeah like you think like, about that. There was like, no okay. candy. <laughs> like, okay, family man goes crazy. His entire family is going crazy over this thing from space. Nicholas Cage. Obviously, it's Nicholas Cage. And <laughs> the best the best part was him as a normal dad. Like, it was a bummer. Yeah. That portion was a bummer. Yeah. Um, did you get up to anything else, or was that pretty much that is pretty much the only thing I did. I'm gonna watch 1917 probably tonight, and then okay. um I um fucking what's it called? Doctor Sleep, the three hour long version oh. of this weekend. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. I wanna watch that. Right. I I do as well, having not seen the non three hour long version yeah. yet. Um so I did watch nineteen seventeen. Um all I can say is fuck. <laughs> that was <laughs> I I love that movie. I fucking love it it is so beautiful and well done and the kid who plays fucking tommen did very well oh that is him. that movie it is oh and shit <laughs> i thought he looked familiar <laughs> from the trailer like, and oh no my idea. god yep that's that's him all right yeah dude i don't want to say too much about it i mean it's not really spoil necessarily but they they fucking did it, man. Sam Mendes and the the crew there and the the cinematographer and everybody like they they fucking got it done, man. Sweet. Um, you know if I look at that in comparison to like the other Oscar movies, you know like the ones that are up for like Best Picture and stuff, it's it's tough. It is fucking tough. Like I loved Joker. The, Love? This one. I fucking love that movie. I've watched it three times since the oh, theaters. Wow. I, that movie is just so fucking well done. Um, this one definitely gives it a run for its money. Uh, but if I had to, if I had to pick what I think is going to win, if it was between just those two, it's probably 1917. Damn. Okay. I'm yeah. definitely watching it tonight then. Yeah. Um, so then I, I also watched the first episode of the boys finally. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, shit, I wish I had stayed awake because I would have just kept watching. <laughs> but, yeah, that movie's dope. I really love the, like, the feeling, the the themes, the the tone of that. And, God, it just, it goes for, like, I did not expect oh, it to go it for it. it goes for it. I uh, did not expect it to have serious shit in it, you know? I, oh, you're talking about, with like, a, what's her name, Starlight? Yeah, well, like that, and just the the dude reeling from the death of his girlfriend, and yeah, yeah, I did not expect all of that. It it is a lot more like Watchmen, the mm-hmm. the the comic book slash movie, is specifically than than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was just going to be this like, hey, these superheroes are assholes. You <laughs> <laughs> like like a Hancock. Yeah, that's, that's the spectrum I'm working with. Hancock to Watchmen. It was definitely a lot closer to Watchmen than I expected. Um, then I played I played a couple things. I wish Lyle was here because I know he's also been playing Dragon Ball Z Kakarot with me. Um, I, I don't know what to say about this game in a good um, way or in a bad way in like a mostly bad way. Oh, bummer. It. So if you had if you were to play this game having zero reference for Dragon Ball Z, having not seen any of it, not explicitly knowing the story, it would probably be fine. But I'm I would venture to guess 99% of people who are playing this game have seen Dragon right. Ball Z 
and so it it becomes this like yet another tiring example of here's the exact same story all over again but we threw in a bunch of rpg elements that are mostly just you going through menus and doing a bunch of weird shit Mm -hmm. putting together community boards and learning how to cook and fishing with your tail and (laughs) flying through this open world that is giant and endless and has nothing in it and you're flying around picking up these orbs like it's crackdown or some shit but (laughs) so so here's the thing they do with the orbs which boggles my fucking mind so you'll have them and they'll be like in a line right and you just fly through the line you pick up all the orbs and that's how you you know level up stuff but then you run into these like rings right so there's like a ring of orbs and it's super small and you fly through it and you pick them all up all the way around the ring and you're like oh this is cool (laughs) Then there's a giant ring that if you fly through the center of it, you get zero of the orbs. No. <laughs> so you literally have to like fly around the ring, which is not easy to do. It is not made for you to fly in a circle like that. And it just, it's like the most mind boggling fucking thing. Weird. Uh, but like the, the combat itself is what I would call fine. Um, as somebody who likes the uh, like uh, Budokai and the Budokai Tenkaichi mm-hmm. games from back in the day, it is a lot of that as far as the fighting goes, uh, which is to say you should probably just play those games. <laughs> um, Cause when you're flying around this open world, you're like running into these random encounters and it's basically just like, all right, I'm going to punch this dumb robot thing five times and it's going to die. And then I'm going to move on mm. and I'm going to get caught in another one again. Just like that sort of fucking bullshit. Um, like they brought back the voice actors, but the game is not fully voiced, which I think is stupid. And then because we're so faithful to the Dragon Ball Z storyline, you're going through and you're fighting these characters like, you know, Vegeta and Nappa when they all show up on Earth for the first time. And you're, you're like, oh, I know that Goku loses this fight. I am kicking this dude's ass. But uh-huh. I know he loses. the fight's over and you, you lose <laughs> like you do. And it's just <laughs> like it's one of those things where it's like, why why did i i handily won this fight and then i lost and then you know in some cases you have to do the exact same fight again and it just is like they really could have so is anyone here the the weebs in the house is anyone a fan of yeah yeah okay so when kill la kill if came out it was the kill the kill story, but like a what if scenario, you know, what if this happened instead of this and all that sort of stuff, they really fucking need to do that with dragon ball, man. Yeah. Because there is just, there is nothing left in telling the exact same story over and over again. So you should just have nudist beach invade dragon ball. Just do a crossover. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I like, guess whatever no. that means. You watch kill the kill. God damn it. It's like a parody anime. That's that was a bit. <laughs> overarching organization oh my god i mean that's not exactly what i'm talking about but if they told this story and they're like oh what if goku died and just never came back what would that change you know that sort of shit is what they should do because it it ain't worthwhile to experience that story again you should either watch dragon ball z kai for the shortened version or fucking go play fighter z man that game is so fucking good (laughs) that game is so fucking good uh then the last thing I did, I played this game called Pascal's Wager, which is a phone game. And I, I I haven't played it without the controller because I feel like it's absolutely fucking necessary. 
but this is a, it's essentially a dark souls on the phone and it is really fucking well done as far as like the systems in place and, and how it works and how it looks and everything. But it is also adding new shit to the formula. So one of the biggest things that I've noticed so far, and I'm still pretty early is you have, you have what they call a, a sanity meter. And what that is, is it builds up when you kill these things, these like, you know, monsters and things that are trying to kill you as you kill them, this meter builds up and up and up. And that eventually becomes a detriment for you. So it's like, you can't do the endless like farming runs that you're that, you know, dark souls can be known for if you're trying to level up pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to go, you know, rest at a bonfire and, and clear that out and, or take a potion or whatever. Um, it's, it's pretty cool for like something you can just have and take with you and fucking play when you're waiting for the fucking bus or whatever people do when they play on their phone. Um, it's, it's pretty dope. And it was like seven bucks. So I, I can't really is hate on that. Is this an iOS thing or is it? I believe it is on both. Um, it, it is not, uh, it is not an Apple arcade thing. I can tell you that much, but I'm not seeing any sort of confirmation for, <laughs> for where this is available. Uh, it turns out Pascal's wager is an arcade. So that's all the results that come up when you search for that. Um, yeah, it just, just says mobile devices. I'm assuming, I'm assuming it's all over the place. It's pretty cool. You should uh, check it out. Look into it. See if you like it. <laughs> Other than that, though, I haven't done I haven't done a damn thing. I have <laughs> we'll finished the boys and finish that damn Aaron Hernandez documentary because they're both great. Yeah, you well, I will do one of those next week. Anything fun planning on watch in the upcoming days? Mm, um, no. I hope to see that that uh, the wave that Justin Long won. Mm. Um, God, there was something else that I was going to I I don't remember. Hold on. You, you talk amongst yourselves. I'll, I'll, uh... I am going to go watch Yojimbo at a local theater in town on Monday. Oh, so I'm excited that. I am so fucking jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I saw uh, Sanjuro a couple months ago and they're finally playing Yojimbo. Oh, God, now I just got to go find a good copy and watch that. Damn it. <laughs> I don't. I wonder if they have like a 4K version of it. Uh, oh. I, I check Criterion. Oh, that's a good idea. I remembered what it was. Um, there is a movie called John Henry. Um, and I'm just going to read this synopsis for you real quick. Ex-gang member John Henry trades violence for a quieter, quieter suburban life in southern Los Angeles. But when he meets two immigrant children fleeing from a former gang leader, John must make a difficult decision on whether or not to try to help them. Um, Terry Crews is Mr. John Henry. And I believe Ludacris is the other gang member. And it looks fucking great. <laughs> it looks like the best time. <laughs> Has, I'll watch anything with Terry uh, Crews in it. Yeah, me too. I was gonna, about to ask a stupid question. Uh, if he'd ever been in like a feature film. And then I remember White Girls or White Chicks. What's the name of that movie? Uh, white Chicks. Is, yeah. I mean, you forgot about Idiocracy. Oh, yeah. I did that is his best, you motherfucker. <laughs> No, he uh, he got his start being the like strong arm on the set of uh, Friday. <laughs> oh he yeah, was, like, in one scene in that movie, <laughs> he's good. He's also in Training Day. Um, I don't know what else, but oh, fucking Deadpool too. Is he? Oh yeah, that's- yeah, <laughs> he's Bedlam. Oh, is that one of those 
<laughs> one of the ones that dies, just like, dies immediately. immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then he was in uh, like the third Expendables movie too. Oh, so that's that's like his his action movie credits right there. Yeah. Um, I want to say he was in fucking that bad Terminator movie, um, Salvation. <laughs> I know. Anyway, I never saw Salvation. Yeah, he's he's been that. around. He's been around. I, I watched Salvation after the Christian Bale tirade because that was like, <laughs> is that what he's like in this movie? I need to see that. He wasn't really. <laughs> anyway, that's it. I don't know what else I'm going to do. Um, I got a couple of games I'm going to try to play before before the next show. Um, nothing new because nothing new is coming out, but um, we will see how that goes. Well, I am going to thank the people for listening to this episode of game quest and remind them that they can find us on social medias at uh, game quest on Facebook and game quest log on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm also going to remind these lovely fucking people that if they want to chat with us, that they can look for the show description for this episode of the podcast and find a link to our discord server. Hey, do we maybe want to point out where the show description is since some of our listeners don't know how to yeah, it turns out look for like some like three dots or like an i or something like the letter i somewhere on your it's, on your yeah. app look i think this is only an issue if you're playing directly through anchor and i did not know that this was an issue yeah, um, why would anyone you have to anchor? open you have well, to open only a little menu to see man as well <laughs> oh shit <laughs> <laughs> all righty well we're gonna say goodbye to that one listener (laughs) fuck you si i'll be dead by the time i'm your age (laughs) i thought you were gonna say by the time you hear this (laughs) both all righty uh that's it take your award get the fuck out take your award get the fuck out this is trace from beyond the grave (laughs) (laughs) uh do we Remember how we shouldn't be doing that on this podcast? (laughs) Yeah, Trace cursed himself.